Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Happy New Year. Jordan Langdon here. Guys, just like that, it's now 2024. Man, it goes by so fast, doesn't it? But listen, before we go forging ahead into a new year, what do you say we pause for some time to just reflect on last year, on 2023? You might be thinking, Yeah, right. Who has time for that? I'm already planning spring break and wondering which days in February my kids are off school. Plus, I don't know that I want to review 2023. You may feel like you've got whiplash from the holidays and are just in survival mode. Guys, I get it. I've been there. That's how we used to function too. Just sort of cruise into January, paying off the credit card bill from Christmas shopping and getting right to the next thing that needed our attention. I remember those days. I'm glad to say that I'm on the other side now, just because of a few changes that we made. One of the things that we did differently was just simply taking 30 minutes for ourselves. I remember grabbing a glass of wine after I put the kids to bed and just sat down with a pen and some paper, and I just spent time reflecting on the past year. And you know what? It felt really good. Not because I had an epic year or because there were so many amazing milestones, but because I realized in that 30 minutes how the small changes, the little things we worked on throughout the year ended up bringing our family so much closer. You see, when you focus on small changes consistently over time, sometimes they fade into the background and you don't really celebrate them throughout the year because there's no big finish line. There's no award ceremony, right? So reflecting on the small changes you made in your family it really helps give you that energy and that synergy you need to set sail for some new goals in 2024. Listen, I also realize many of you listening may think goal setting in January is just plain stupid. Like it has no value. It's overrated. People talk all the time about how crazy it is to make New Year's resolutions. But I want to challenge you. If you're not setting goals in January, when are you setting them? Maybe you're saying, hey, Jordan, I like to set new goals on my birthday instead. Okay, that's great. But if your answer, we don't set goals in our family. I don't know that I've ever set any goals. I'm here to tell you, you can do this year differently. I love the quote by Stephen Covey who says, if we keep doing what we're doing, we're going to keep getting what we're getting. In other words, if we never set goals, even small goals in family life, we're going to continue on the path we're currently on, which may not be that satisfying to you. Or you may think, no, Jordan, I'm satisfied. But actually, you could be so in the weeds of family life and that, quote, satisfaction 
that you don't even realize, it can actually be better. And again, I've been there before too. I can remember. It's just crazy when you finally stumble out of the fog and realize there's even more to this awesome thing called marriage and family. Then you start kind of setting goals and moving forward and you glance back and you go, wow, I didn't even know a few minor changes in my habits could make such a difference in the joy and unity of my family. So before you start kind of pondering and plotting out a few goals for your family to consider for the new year, let's look back. And by the way, we have a great free downloadable worksheet that you can use that will guide you through what I'm about to talk to you about. So you can put pen to paper and actually see your year in review and think about it versus just simply calling it to mind while you're listening. So check out the link in our description of this episode for the link to download that worksheet. I'm telling you, the pen to paper makes all the difference when you do something like this. And oh, by the way, if you don't use the worksheet, no big deal. Don't get hung up on how you write down your reflections. Grab a a notebook that's next to you. Use an envelope you just got from your mailbox. I mean, put notes in your phone. Don't worry about how you write down your reflections. Just be sure to get them outside of yourself. Eject those from your head and either use a pen or pencil to write them or type them or put them in your phone. Okay, the whole point is to get this outside of your head so you can sort through it and just glance at it with your eyes. It's so important when we reflect to be able to get that on the outside of our brains. Okay, so let's just jump right in. A family is a character. We like to assess six specific categories in family life. They are spirituality, relationships, friendships health, finances, and career. And just to clarify, the the category relationships is where you think about your family, those under your roof right now, and even your extended family members. But we're going to start with spirituality. Now, why would it be so important to reflect on how your family engaged with your spiritual or your religious beliefs? Well, for most of us, we believe in something, something bigger than ourselves, right? We believed we were created for something specific, and we understand there is a purpose for our lives. But if we never engage those core beliefs or those moral values, we simply know what we know, but we aren't really living it out. And imagine how this affects our kids. So they have a baseline understanding of how you identify spiritually. Say, I'm Christian or we're Jewish. But if there are no conversations at their age level about what it means to be Christian or Jewish, then how are they supposed to know how to behave or why you want them to behave in certain ways, right? So assessing your spiritual life by asking yourself, How satisfied 
am I with how we prioritized our spirituality or our faith last year? That really helps you to kind of drill down and take a quick inventory of how you did or didn't make that a priority in your family life. So some of the questions my husband and I reflect on in this area is just, did we make it a a priority to pray with our kids at night before bed? Did we go to church each week? Did we take time to talk about what was said in church or bring up things that were in the news that were opposite of our beliefs and then have a discussion with our kids about those issues just around the dinner table? We reflect upon our time serving those less fortunate. So we ask ourselves, did we volunteer our services? Did we give money to keep our church going and support organizations who share our beliefs? And listen, it's okay if the answer to these questions for you is no or not much. You know why? Because taking a good look at these six categories gives you a baseline. That means it gives you a place to start so you can set some small realistic goals to implement so that the feeling that you have at the end of next year is different. You're more aligned with yourself and the vision of your family than you are right now. And if you're satisfied with the way your family engaged your faith last last year, celebrate that. Write the things down that you're grateful you implemented or did differently last year that you'd like to keep going this year too. That's really important. Now let's consider the next category. Okay, relationships. Man, we were built for community and for relationships and real human connection, right? So in this category, I'm talking about the relationships with your family, your spouse, your kids, your extended family, maybe living in your home, uh, your parents, and even your adult siblings as well, even if they're living outside of your home. But if that seems overwhelming, just start with the people living under your roof right now. Ask yourself, am I satisfied with the amount of time I spent with my spouse, like as a couple? How would I rate our family time together? Am I satisfied with how present each one of us was to each other? And what types of things did we do with extended family last year? Just go through your calendar and think about what you did with your extended family last year. And ask yourself, what were a few of the highlights of your time with your nuclear family? And what about some highlights of your time with your extended family? And then make some notes about why those stand out in your mind. Hey there, parents. Let's take a quick pause. If you're tired of crawling into bed at night, feeling like you failed your spouse and kids, are tired of running at the speed of light and feeling like you're nagging and yelling all the time, I've got a resource for you. Designed for busy families just like yours, our Thriving Family Accelerator was created in direct response to seeing many couples struggle with the stress and demands of parenting while constantly feeling like they're failing. The truth is, you can be wildly in love with your spouse while raising kids, and you can enjoy a relationship with your kids where you're no longer 
nagging, and yelling. Picture this. Love and connection are abundant in your marriage. You're parenting as a united team, and you're enjoying a true friendship with your spouse where you can laugh and kick back like old times. Are you ready to accelerate connection and unity in your marriage and family? Then join us for the next Thriving Family Accelerator from the comfort of your own home. Spots will sell out soon, so click the link in our show notes to sign up or go to our website, familiesofcharacter.com and click the shop tab. Now back to the episode. And then this question too, are we satisfied with the amount of downtime or leisure time we spent as a family? You know, that's one of the things that my kid brought up to us um, was that we don't rest enough. And so that was something that we made a goal for last year was to have more downtime on Sundays, to just rest, take some naps. And so when we reflect on our year, we go, oh, so glad that we blocked out that time on our calendar on Sundays to get in and nap or just hang out as a family and watch a movie or a show. So take time to just reflect on these family relationships and then make a few notes about them. All right, next up, friendships. You know, sometimes as adults, we minimize the importance of friendships, thinking like, I got to have time for my family. I don't have time for friends or don't have energy for friendships at this stage in my life. I totally get it. You know what? Friendships also come and go in different seasons of parenting. So I want you to just think, if you could pick three people or three couples who align most with you at this juncture or this season of your family life, who are, you know, who you want to spend time with or you enjoy spending time with, I want you to write down who are those people right now. And then reflect back upon the time you spent with them last year. Did you get together in person? Maybe you had a a monthly Zoom happy hour or maybe you primarily only communicated by text when you like had an uninterrupted moment in the bathroom. How did you contribute to your friendships in 2023? And no judgment here either, right? This is where you just simply reflect and state the facts. And again, doing this is going to help you determine if you want things to stay the same because you're satisfied with the way things are with your friendships, or if you want to dial back or dial up your engagement with your friends. So one of the things Josh and I vowed to do last year in our friendships was to really be sure we were celebrating our friends' wins and supporting them in their struggles. And having that vision, setting that small goal at the beginning of the year really helped us check in with each other to see that we were really authentically participating in our friendships throughout the year. And it felt so good to state that. And to make it a written goal so we had a chance of holding true to that throughout the year. Because you know how it goes. The calendar gets busy with kid stuff and school stuff and holiday stuff. And all of a sudden, you have no room on your calendar 
for important things like friendships. So setting the goal helps. Now listen, another super important category that most parents neglect is our health. I'm telling you guys, there was one point in my parenting, not proud of this, but I went four years without a physical. Okay. Anytime I would get sick, I'd just go to one of those dock in the box shops and, um, and just get a, a quick, you know, prescription for an antibiotic if I needed it. But as far as general checkups and taking vitamins, that was so far off my radar. It just didn't happen. So think back about 2023 and your health. Did you set some exercise goals that you're keeping up on or not? Or maybe you gave up gluten or decided to only have dessert on Sundays. Did you and your family do something to check out your health or assess your physical and mental functioning? Did you follow up as needed regarding treatment plans or recommendations from your kid's pediatrician? You know, two years ago, our son had a seizure out of the blue while I was driving in 60 mile an hour bumper to bumper traffic. It was horrible. It was horrible for him, but it was also pretty traumatic for his brother Parker and I who were there when it happened. And the doctor was pretty sure it was because he had a very high fever, but they wanted me to follow up with a neurologist for an EEG and then have an office visit to discuss the EEG. And then the list went on, right? Discuss meds, take a class for how to handle seizures in the future, just in case. Well, one of the things that haunted me for months afterwards was the fact that I hadn't followed up with all the doctors. I would simply think, I'm going to make that call tomorrow when their office opens. Then I'd get busy and forget. And next thing you know, months had gone by. He wasn't having any seizures and is a very healthy child. So because it wasn't imminent in my mind, it didn't get prioritized. However, in reviewing that at the end of this year, I realized that was something I really wanted to prioritize. And the day after I reviewed that section, I got right to it. I scheduled a follow-up appointment with a new neurologist and did what I had put off for months. You see, a simple reflection or assessment in these categories is often enough just to get that motivation back to prioritize those things that need our time and attention. So thinking about how you handled your own physical and mental health and the health of your children is so valuable. And again, no shame, no judgment. You just heard me share my story about not following up after my child had the seizure. That's pretty serious. But I just want you to reflect and state the facts. Write them down. Now, how about your finances? The category of money management, right? Earning, spending, saving. This is a really tough topic for most couples. It just is. My husband's a financial advisor, and he's very empathetic with couples around the discussion of their finances because he realizes what a touchy subject it can be. So I want you to think about the past year. How did you spend money? Were there any big purchases, expected or unexpected? Were there any surprise expenses like medical bills or a new AC unit? Did you pay off credit cards or 
sock away money for a down payment on a house? Did you start giving your kids allowance? Maybe you put an extra 2% of your paycheck into savings. Did you get a raise? One year, I know what I did. I deleted the Amazon app from my phone to prevent impulse buying. And that was part of a financial goal. So what was 2023 like for you when it comes to your finances? Just a little bit of reflection on that. And lastly, your career. What kinds of things did you do differently in your career in 2023? Maybe you applied for a promotion. Did you make a goal to leave the office by five o'clock sharp every day? Maybe you attended a really helpful conference you'd like to attend on an annual basis. I don't know, maybe you started posting to LinkedIn on a consistent basis or started attending an in-person networking or mastermind event. Maybe you spent less time working so you could be intentional about spending more time with your family. Think about what types of things were different about your career or your job in 2023. Guys, if you think about it, we spend a lot of time in our careers. We have to earn money to support our families, right? Whether we stay at home or work outside of the home, we have a job. We have something that we're responsible for on a daily basis. So it's so important to reflect back on that and say, you know, what did I do different in that area of my life? And what did I enjoy? And what might I just do differently in the upcoming year? So that's it. Just six specific categories to reflect on. Your spirituality, relationships or family, your friendships, health, finances, and career. Now, remember... The reason for reflecting on the past year is to find out what worked well and what you would change going forward. So by going through an exercise like this, you're going to accomplish two things. Number one, you're going to be able to avoid things that didn't work or drained the energy of your family last year and learn what really matters to you, what you want to prioritize as a family. Guys, those things are really worth doing. So make this process enjoyable. Set yourself up to make this time of reflection successful. Carve out 30 minutes to an hour. Put it on the calendar. Be sure you've got the kids taken care of or they're in bed so that you're not interrupted. Pour yourself your favorite beverage wine, coffee, a beer, a nutrient-packed smoothie. Print off our family guide to goal-setting worksheets and just settle in. And again, you can access that downloadable on our website at familiesofcharacter.com. So don't delay. Grab yours today. This time and intention is exactly what your family needs in order to continue to grow and get a little bit better day after day, month after month, year after year. Guys, let's be the leaders our kids need us to be by taking inventory of the last year and then setting a few new goals for 2024. And listen, guys, we have some really exciting news here in the new year. We have started coaching 
How awesome is that? Parent coaching. We've already gone through a group of, of coaches and parents colliding together in the most amazing way to really up our game in terms of taking care of our marriages and helping to unify our family through a three-step formula. So you've got to check it out, familiesofcharacter.com, and go to our shop, and you will see right there all about our new coaching options. And they're virtual from the comfort of your own home. So you get the kids to bed at night, and guess what? You can log on to Zoom and join us for live coaching. And we also have our private Facebook group. So join the Thrive Community by Families of Character on Facebook. This is where I go live in the group. We share our wins, our struggles, and some resources with one another. And that link to join is in our show notes as well. Guys, reflect back so you can move forward with confidence and courage in the new year. Jordan Langdon signing off. I'll catch you on the next episode. Happy New Year.